Founders face mentors and masters. I'm Captain Hawk, CEO of Founderspace, the leading global startup accelerator. I'm also author of the award-winning books, Make Elephants Fly, Surviving a Startup, and The Five Horses. Today we have Gary Wilbers on the show. He is host of Charge Podcast and a fascinating character. Gary, it's fantastic to have you on the show. It is great to be here, Stephen. I want to ask you, tell us a little about your background. I've been an entrepreneur all my life for the last 30 years, and it really even started in high school when I started a lawn mowing business. But I kind of, the area that I really got into was an entrepreneur. I started in the mobile phone business. Today, we would call that the wireless industry. And it's been quite a ride. It was really interesting. I sold that business in 2012. And I've started 12 different businesses. So the thing is, I've carried it in multiple platforms. And the thing I enjoy about business ownership is you get to make the calls. But of course, there's some challenges that we'll talk about later that create some of those challenges that come from that when you're a business owner. I know those challenges. I've been through it myself. I'm an entrepreneur. I did a bunch of companies. So I know what you've been through. Now, you've probably learned a lot on this crazy path that you've gone on with 12 businesses and you know, selling your first one, starting off very successful. Can you tell us some of the deep insights that you have learned along the way? Well, I think the key is for the business owner is to create what I call a positive culture blueprint. And when you create that blueprint, you have to create it for your life, not just professionally, but also personally. And the one four areas that I think are important here, it's about improving your health, building your connections, growing your wealth, and then increasing your contribution. And I think that becomes the key because when we improve our health and we realize we have more energy, I wasn't taking care of my health. And that becomes a challenge in the business. We create more creativity when we have more energy in our business. When we build our connections, that's not just about business connections, but it's also with our family. Because sometimes we're striving for success. And what happens is we leave the people most dear to us behind. And I think that's a real challenge. And then to me, growing wealth is not just about becoming rich. But it's about in your business side of it, how do you create wealth there? But how do you do that personally? And then also, how do you create that passive income? How do you create something that lives past you or that you are able to receive on that part of it? And then the contribution, what are you doing to give back? I mean, in your community, in the people that you're working with. And to me, that's really the time, talent, treasure, not just to your team, but also the other individuals. How are you giving that talent? How about your family? What contributions are you making there? Are you trying to be the boss at home? But really, you need to be part of the husband, in my case, in the home. So how do we make those differences and how do we contribute to that? That becomes kind of a framework that I flame around. I call it the positive culture blueprint. Now, can you give us some actionable insights? Like, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm running a business. There's so much going on. What things can I do immediately that I'm probably not doing already? One of the first things I think you have to do is I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't take time for themselves and you have to decide what it is. But to me, you look at most successful entrepreneurs, they have some sort of morning routine. 
This morning, I was up at 4.45 a.m. I was at the gym at 5.30 a.m. And then after that, I came home, I got ready. But then I took some time for myself to really kind of dive in, what does my day look like? And I think that becomes the second part of it. I think sometimes we create busyness instead of really planning and preparing for your day. So do you have a plan for your day each day? And what are the one to three things that you want to move forward? I think too often what we do is we say we've got all these things to do and we don't categorize them, which ones are most important. And I think that still becomes a key because we set that parameter. And then the, my third one is, I would say along with that is where you have a daily plan is what's your weekly plan. And I always say with entrepreneurs, it's not about always getting something accomplished, but what are the things you want to move forward this week? And what's the specific action that you want to do in that area? Because of course, sometimes our projects don't end in one week. And when you say, well, what's one thing you want to get done this week, that locks them up. Instead, what do you want to move forward this week? I think that is the key. What I'm hearing from you is planning is really important. So you're never going to take time for yourself if you're a driven entrepreneur, if you don't actually plan out and schedule that time and stick to that plan. The other thing you were saying is really um, how do I, as an entrepreneur, approach my business in a way that makes it healthier? like my approach to my business. I want you to go a little deeper there and tell like on a day-to-day -day basis, what are the decisions you make? What do you say no to? And what do you say yes to? And you had a really important insight there. Number one, my wife's told me this a long time ago and we all know it, but no is shorter than yes. And what are you doing to say no to the things that are not most important? And I think that's the key is you have to determine. And if you've determined what's most important, you will be more willing to say no than just saying yes. Because we are creatures of habit. We like to be liked. We like connections. We like connecting with other people. But the thing is, if it's not moving things forward, then it's actually taking up that time. And it creates part of that paradigm entrepreneurs get to become a business owner because they want freedom of time. And what happens is almost just the opposite until they learn how to designate that time and really create priorities in their time. They end up seeing just the opposite happen. They see their time sucked up and they see that they don't have enough time for the things that they thought was important to them and they lose sight of it. And that's where I think it's key to have that part of it. So you say moving forward. Moving forward is the key word here. And a lot of us have a lot of different things we're trying to do at once, you know, move forward on. All of these forward paths are tied to different goals. Can you talk about how you assess which goals are the most important ones and what tasks that you might be moving forward on, but it really isn't going to overall get you to where you need to be in the future? Yeah, that's where to me, it's when you're setting up your goal setting from the very beginning of the year, but then I take it a step forward. I take it from that one year. Now I break it down to that quarter. And then I have my action steps each 30 days that I want to accomplish with that. Because the challenge with yearly goals is we get excited about when we create them, but then the month goes by or the quarter goes by and we didn't do anything. Well, what that does is breaks it down the 90 day, what do you want to accomplish? And then it even brings it down the 30 day. 
So every day I'm looking at my 30 day action plan and I know right now, am I on target or not for at this time of the month where I need to be? And I think that becomes real key. And then I get the refocus because when the calendar and a new month comes up, I look at a new 30 day action plans. What do I want to create? Now I don't create 10 or 20. I have one to three business goals. And then I have one to three actions within each one of those on my 30 day goals. Now I have personal goals with that also of what I want to do. So in each area of my life, I'm taking those steps in those areas, but I'm not making it where, okay, we've got these 10 business goals because we won't accomplish them for sure. Then instead break them down into smaller segments, those one to three goals, and then create 90 day action plans and then take the, that to the 30-day action plans because that allows you to move forward each day in each one of them. I get it. So what we're talking about, and if I visualize this, I'm a very visual person, it's like a pyramid. And the pyramid for each one of these, the top of the pyramid is the goal. So if you have one to three goals, you have one to three pyramids, and then you break it down on what you need to do to reach that goal. And then you keep getting more granular as it branches out and becomes, you know, ultimately the 30 day action plan and then the, your weekly action plan and you stick to it and you have these one to three goals for your business and also for your personal life. And so you're very methodical about this. You, you plan it out and then you stick to the plan. And I think what you're saying is that allows you to move forward because you're always going towards that pinnacle, right? If you're always working on one of the, the supporting branches of that pyramid, you're always moving up towards that. If it's not on one of those pyramids, you just cut it. Is that correct? That's correct. Because otherwise it's taking you away from what's really most important to you. And that's why I created my podcast that I did because it's actually an acronym, CHARGE, Create Habits Around Real Goals Every Day. And by bringing them forward every dim morning, when I'm looking at that, I'm bringing that forward to what's most important to me at that time. And it's a challenge. I have the same challenge as anyone else, but I have to status myself each day to get started. So I don't get off course. Cause if you put a GPS in and you put the wrong address, you're going to end up in the wrong de destination. Well, the same thing in our life. If we don't put the right things in, we're going to end up at the wrong destination. I have a saying that I like to tell entrepreneurs and I like to tell myself, it doesn't matter how hard you work if you're going the wrong direction. You can work day and night. You're never going to get to your destination. You know, your time is just being sucked up and your energy going somewhere you shouldn't be going. Your approach to planning is really good. I want to ask you a question now. In your personal life, what is the biggest challenge you faced and how did you overcome it? Well, back in 2002, I was 75 pounds heavier than I am today. And I will tell you, I had three small children. I had a growing business. I was stressed out. I was overweight. I was overwhelmed. And everything just felt like it was caving in on me. And I was not a very good husband. I was not a very good father. I was not a very good boss. I was a terrible leader. And I really needed to make a change. And I started exercising. And I will tell you that made a difference. And most people think when you exercise, that takes energy. No, it actually gives you energy. Um, and that's the thing I noticed. And I lost that 75 pounds in 11 months. I was younger then. So, you know, my metabolism was better, but I've been able to maintain that. Actually, I've lost another 15 since that time. 
And now I'm at my high school weight. And I get comments all the time. And I don't mind those one bit because it reinforces when that alarm went off at 445 this morning, I'm glad to get up and go. Now I still have to watch my intake, but I never diet it through the whole thing. I changed my eating habits and see how we change our mindset when we change the word. When we diet, we feel like we're giving up something. Instead, I decided I'm going to change it by changing my eating habits. And that's how it's become a lifelong journey. And that was back in 2003 that I hit that goal. Um, now I've been able to maintain that for over 18 years. That is fantastic. I found the same thing. So, you know, at a certain point in my life, I started to gain weight like we all do, you know, yep. we hit that age and we're just like putting on the pounds. And then I realized I don't want to diet. You know, there's so many diets and people, and I saw my mo mother and she went on and off a diet like every other month. And, you know, it's, she lose weight and gain weight. I didn't want to do that. So I really simply changed two things, you know, what I eat, like to eat healthier foods. Like yep. I, I just substituted all the junk foods for healthier foods. And then I ate less. So I really watched the portion size just consistently. You know, I didn't starve myself. I didn't even go on an official diet. Yep. It worked incredibly well. And the other thing I do all the time is exercise. And like you said, with planning, I put it on my schedule. Every day I exercise. And I, the key that I found to keeping my weight down is that when I uh, put it on my schedule, I don't ask myself when that time comes, do I feel like exercising? Because, you know, there's going to be a lot of times when I don't feel like it because either because I have a lot of work to do and I can't, I think I can't afford the time or because I'm tired and I don't have the energy. So I never ask, can I feel like it? It's like, I am going to exercise at this time, period, no matter what. And that seems to work. And it seems like you have adopted the, the same philosophy. I want to ask you, you know, in every industry, in every business, there are myths, things we believe that simply aren't true. What have you encountered? And can you tell us how you popped these myths? Yeah, I think one of them is for entrepreneurs is that freedom of time. They go into entrepreneurship for freedom of time, and then they feel like that's busted, that they can't get that freedom of time. And I tell them that's different. I think it can be busted, but you have to change the way you used to do things. Because normally when you became an entrepreneur, your business was small. And as it grows, if you don't change, what happens? It's going to take more time because you're still doing the same things. Instead, who can you find the key people in your organization that will help you grow the organization? And that's where a positive culture comes in within your organization. When you share that with others, then the responsibility gets shared and you don't have to take it all on yourself. But as entrepreneurs, sometimes what happens is we don't keep learning and we're still at the same level as when we started the business. If you're not leveling up, you're going to become stagnant, just like your business. How many people thought of just 20 years ago, how much we're going to be using technology? Well, you've got to be able to change with it. And I would tell business owners that becomes the key. So that's one. The other second one, I think, is that really with that stagnation is that personal development side is how are they going to grow themselves when they become a better leader? their company is going to become better. So what are they doing in those areas? So you have to decide what it is, but what do you need to level up your own business? And I think that becomes the key and level up your own personal self. And when you do that by listening to this podcast, 
they're leveling up and they're making a difference because they're hearing how other people do that. And that becomes the real key because then you become a lifelong learner versus just saying, I'm in this business. How am I going to make it go? And that becomes very stressful and becomes that overwhelmed entrepreneur instead. I know exactly what you're talking about. A lot of us, including myself, you know, at times, I will tell myself, I simply don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to, you know, spend with my family. I don't have enough time to go do yoga or do exercise or do all these different things. But as soon as we tell ourselves we don't have enough time, we don't have enough time. Like it's right. a self-fulfilling prophecy. Being in a business, I have found there is always more to do. Like you never get to the end of your to-do list. Like, and, and there's and that to-do list, even if you get to the end, it's all full, like the next day and, and overflowing. So it's just this constant thing. What we need to understand is we're not like a hamster on a, on a hamster wheel going around and around and around. We can control that wheel. We can get off the wheel. We can decide when, when we do what. And I think a lot of what you're saying in this is you, you need to take control. You need to not let your business run you. You need to run your business. You need to plan things out. This is a really important lesson for entrepreneurs because at the end of the day, you know, the decisions we make always reflect our mental state. And if our mental state and our physical state, you know, mental and physical being tied together, isn't, you know, top performing, we and our decisions aren't going to be the best. We aren't going to be the best we could be. Now, in your life, you've met a lot of people. I know you've been on 200 podcasts. You're a really popular guy. So in your life, what is the best advice someone has given you that really changed how you do things? Kind of a mentor of mine. Share with me that success is great, but significance makes all the difference in the world. And you can apply that in so many areas of your life. Success, we all define differently. But what is significance to you and the people that matter the most to you? And what do you want at the end of time? We all have heard the stories that people are 80 years old on their um, deathbed. What do they wish they would have done differently? And what's that significance that you want? And how are you making a difference to those people that matter the most to you? So that one was really hit home with me because I'll be honest, I was driving for that success. I was losing my family and other things. And it really pointed me back into the right direction of saying, I can have success, but I also can have significance that goes right with it. And that significance carries a lot more weight to me. I like this because American culture usually equates success with money. I mean, it's that right. simple. Like when we think of success, we don't think of somebody living in a small house, you know, tending a garden, you know, meditating. We think of somebody big house, wealthy, going on big vacations, yep. doing everything they want to do, having lots of money because we equate money with respect. But that's not true. And it shouldn't be true. And what you are saying and what the advice you received is that significance. I like that. Don't even try for significance success. Try for significance instead. It could change your mind frame because when we say success and we're all trying for success, we get sucked into the cultural definitions of success. And if we redefine the word, it actually could open up new possibilities. That's what I'm hearing. Like redefine it as significance. Then you can rethink what it means in your life to be successful because it's not success. It's how you can have a significant impact, how you can have a significant life how you can care for others, all these different things, which are in the end, like you said, so much more important. 
So Gary Wilberts, it's been fantastic having you on the show, Mentors and Masters. I want you to tell our audience how they can find you. Well, they can go on. I'm on LinkedIn, just as Gary Wilberts, um, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram. So go to any of the social media feeds or go to my website, GaryWilberts.com. Um, and you can find all the information there. I'd love to connect with you and really make a difference because it's by creating that positive culture. And it's looking at personally as well as professionally in those areas. And that, to me, makes the difference. Start with you first before you try to change everyone else. And when you do that, you're going to see a real big difference happen in your life. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you liked it, hit the subscribe button and share it with your friends. You can help us create more great content by subscribing and sharing. Also, if you want to access our online startup program, our investor network, and our entrepreneur resources, just come to founderspace.com.